Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Financial Times. We value your feedback. Please go to ft.com slash listen and fill out a short survey for a chance to win a pair of Bose acoustic noise-cancelling headphones. The FT The collapse in oil prices is pushing plastic recyclers towards the brink of disaster, some in this industry are warning, with potentially damaging consequences for the environment. My name is Andrew Parker. I'm a news editor at the Financial Times, and joining me now is Polita Clark, Financial Times environment correspondent, who's reporting on this story. Polita, why is the falling oil price such a problem for plastic recyclers? Well, oil is uh, really the main feedstock for plastic, for virgin or brand new plastic. And so when oil prices fall, that means that the makers of new plastic are able to lower their prices. The same is not true for plastic recyclers. Their main feedstock, the discarded bottles and yogurt containers and tubs that we all throw out each day. And unfortunately for the recyclers, as the price of oil has fallen. It's allowed the makers of their rival brand new plastic to lower their prices, but the prices that they have to pay for their feedstock, i.e. the discarded bottles and containers, not only haven't fallen, in some cases they've actually risen. So that's made it quite difficult for them, put quite a squeeze on their margins. A squeeze on their margins or even some are going bust, right? We have actually seen at least one reasonably large one in the UK, Ecoplastics, has gone bust. It was bought out in December by a European investment group. But others are really in trouble, according to a lot of the people I've been talking to, including one uh, out in Dagenham here in London, Closed Loop Recycling, which is in talks with its suppliers and investors and uh, really struggling to stay afloat. Yes, and you're quoting, I think, the CEO of Waste Management, which is one of North America's biggest collectors of waste and processors of waste, is saying there's a double whammy going on here. It's not just about foiling oil prices. There's a factor involving China. What's that? Well, the Chinese are big purchasers of recycled goods, and the trouble for these recyclers is that as the Chinese economy appears to have been slowing, that's had an effect on Chinese demand. And so the industry was already facing a problem on on that front. And so then they've had what uh, Waste Management's chief executive, David Steiner, calls a double whammy in the last six months, which is basically Chinese demand not picking up and oil prices coming way down. The data that you've picked up on in the UK shows that recycled plastic is actually cheaper than the brand new equivalent. So why don't the plastic container makers continue to buy the recycled material? Well, some do because they are supplying containers for big retailers that want to include a percentage of recycled content in their plastic bottles and plastic containers. So that part of the market is still there. Unfortunately, there's another side of the market, another, a whole lot of other buyers who don't really have those environmental targets foremost in mind. And for them, being able to just buy virgin plastic, which is often easier to handle, they say, than recycled, because they know the exact chemical composition of brand new plastic, and it's just easier for them to use. For them, when the price of the virgin plastic comes down to the extent that it has, it just makes sense for them to to go for that. Right. So directionally, low oil price means for the manufacturers of these containers, there's a broad rush to the virgin plastic. They can easily switch over. What, if anything, can the plastic recyclers do to respond to this fairly dire situation? 
Well, they can't really do a huge amount because they have quite high fixed costs. The process of sorting and processing plastic into flakes and then turning it into pellets, uh, which is the the sort of basic work of a recycling centre, that's fairly intensive. And so they can't really do much about the cost of the discarded containers. They can hope that oil prices recover fairly swiftly, faster than they have been. So at the moment, they're really just hanging on and uh, hoping to see prices rise as quickly as possible. And all of this feels like it's rather bad news for the environment. It is because plastic recycling is really one of the last frontiers of a relatively new industry of recycling. And the reason that governments like to incentivise it is because when you throw out a plastic bottle or a container, it doesn't decompose or degrade as quickly as paper or cardboard. In fact, it can hang around for tens, hundreds of years. So it's really important environmentally to try to recycle it as much as possible. So the fact that we're seeing recycling rates under pressure here is a problem environmentally. And do you think there's any prospect of government intervention if they're concerned about the environment here realistically? Well, that's a good question because in the UK there's been uh, efforts to try to get the government involved, but uh, to date they don't seem to have turned into much action. So we're still waiting to see if anything's likely to evolve. So it seems limited prospect of government intervention, but do you think consumers are aware of this issue and could put pressure on governments to intervene because they're concerned about the environment? Well, I don't think there's much consumer awareness about it at the moment, but I think potentially if uh, the plastic recycling industry were to remain in trouble for a prolonged length of time, it would start to have an effect and it could potentially prompt some consumer response because people obviously go to great lengths to separate out all of their bottles and containers and a lot of people wash them carefully, as we're all told we should do, to make it easier for them to recycle. If it emerges that this plastic recycling industry is no longer able to operate, then I think that that could cause big problems and it could make consumers consumers start to press the government to take more action. Pleda, thanks very much. For more on this fascinating story, go to ft.com. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. In unscripted conversations with investment professionals, you'll hear real stories about successes and lessons learned, informed by decades of investment experience. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. New episodes are available monthly. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes in an episode today. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc.